what is God trying to do ultimately? You know, there are some verses that church leaders and prophets could probably bring out every year and God's kind of still heading in that direction. Are you with me? Do you want me to give you one? And you'll go, yeah, but we said that every year. And I've said, yeah, because it's still what he's unfolding. Uh, just pop my little thing. Thank you. Oh, yeah, well done. Arise, shine. Right? Isaiah 60, for your light has come. This is what God is doing on the church and with the kingdom in the world. It's what he's doing with us. And I'm just, I want to say a few things. Then we're going to pray a few things. Is that okay? And then we're just going to let Sharon loose. Um, but just work with me on this. Arise, shine. Let this soak into your heart for 2020 and the next decade. For your light has come and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. See, darkness covers the earth and thick darkness is over the peoples. But the Lord rises on you and his glory appears over you. Nations will come to your light, kings to the brightness of your dawn. Lift up your eyes and look about you. All assemble and come to you. Your sons come from afar. Your daughters are carried on the hip. Then you will look and be radiant. Your heart will throb and swell with joy. The wealth on the seas will be brought to you. To you the riches of nations will come. Herds of camels will cover your land. Not sure about that, but take the metaphor. Young camels of Midian and Ephah and all from Sheba will come bearing gold. Wherever there's glory, there's gold. Amen. Bearing gold and incense, proclaiming the praise of the Lord. All Kedah's flocks will be gathered to you. The rams of Nebioth will serve you. They will accept you as offerings on my altar. This last phrase, and I will adorn my glorious temple. Arise, shine, for your light has come. I could probably read it every year and we go, yes, Lord, for the year to come. Why? Because some things are like God's tide. It's, the don't, it's not the waves of a season. It's the tide of his movement. His glory is rising on the church, on you and I. And we need to grasp up what that is and we need to run with what that is. Amen? So a little bit of history and perspective. This came up on my Facebook feed. Yes, what's the day today? The 18th? Yesterday. You know, you get in Facebook for the uninitiated, you, you, you get a little history thing every now and then. Six years ago yesterday, Lydia Stanley Marrow prophesied this over, we were new life at the time. We've been on quite a journey in the last six years and I want us to recognize it. This is what she prophesied over us. And it resonates with so many other words that Sharon and others have brought over the years to this house. For the Lord says, I have designated this house as an epicenter for which my glory will be hosted. The Lord says, I have targeted you very intentionally for revival, but for so much more than that. Revival is an excellent vision, but my vision is higher. And the Lord says, I will bring my glory to this house and it will affect Hull. Yes, but it is going to reach out just like tentacles all across Great Britain. And the Lord says from Scotland to Ireland to Wales to England, the glory of the Lord will be seen upon the land. And the Lord says, lest you be concerned of what you're to do next, the Lord says, I've released angels by the thousands to this house and they will go forth from here and they will make your work effortless. You will see my glory, says the Lord. An epicenter for glory. I mean, somebody grunted at me. Oh, I, I love the sound of that. Six years ago, um, I tend to see in lots of cycles of threes and sevens. and So... We're a year away from a seven, from that word. The truth is that that word was delivered a year ago yesterday and then we went into 
probably seven months of the toughest season we've ever had as a church. Death, depression, departures by the many. I think 150 left. Uh, it was a, a de- deception, lies, all kinds of nasty. It was probably the worst suffering that I've ever been through, an attack from the enemy. Um, wherever there is words of glory, you will always find suffering side by side. It's just the reality. So I think God encouraged us with, with that because within days we were grieving without going into details. But you know what God has been doing for six years? Uh, by the end of that year, we became Revived Church. We left Bridlington Avenue. Uh, the, the, the vision increased for locations around the region and all this kind of thing. I believe God has been forming a house fit for glory out of us. Why does he tell you what he wants to do? Because he's about to show, okay, there are some things uh, in the Christian life that are unpleasant, and that's a biblical word, right? Okay, he, he, Hebrews 12 is it, God's discipline is unpleasant at the time. But you know what God is doing? He is creating a house that will be able to say, arise, shine, your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. I believe God is forming us Everybody say formation. God's formation of us as a house across this region is so that glory can rest on this region. I honestly believe that. I know there's many practical and natural good things that we do, but there's a spiritual dimension to revive. We are called for revival and for the glory of God to rest on this region. I don't know beyond that, beyond my pay grade, but I do know this. God has a purpose for his glory resting on the region. And what is so? Could anybody agree with Sharon when she said, "If you didn't find 2019 difficult, what was the word? I don't know. You're deceived or whatever." <laughs> but essentially, you know, you're numb from the head up. You know, um, God help us, or is it the neck down? Anyway, let's not go there. Um, it's been a very, very tough six years, um, and sometimes there's been not enough wine to go with the wineskin, anybody? As God is forming the wineskin. And you go, God, I just want you to move. And he's saying, I just want you to form. And so I believe God is forming us and I want to declare in prayer in a moment and you're gonna help me. I want us to declare what I believe God is doing in this year. Because I believe we are coming to the end of a season of formation to prepare to enter something new. Do you know, when we get that building up, that I, it wouldn't surprise me if we walk in there on the 17th of January, 2021. Seven years exactly to the day of the word. It would not surprise me, that's my God. And we know that things are developing. I'm just gonna pause doing the practical, Nigel, is that all right? Nigel's gonna talk for a few minutes, but I think we're in a spiritual moment. We need to recognize that. God's forming something. I know that this building in the natural reflects a building in the spiritual, a container for glory. And so I want to declare nine things that I feel God is doing uh, with us this year and is coming upon us for this year and for the era that is to come. Is that all right? Would you stand with me? Because rather than me just say them to you, I think we're going to pray them and we're gonna drive them home in prayer and drive them into our hearts, is that all right? I'm gonna put them up there so you got something to look at as well as to pray with me, is that all right? So come on, just begin to pray in tongues for a moment, then I'm gonna begin to declare and we're gonna declare together. 
Reshendele Riaboboshi Kalabobola Bobobola Riabobo. Keriaboboshi Kalabobobo. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Let me say this and then we're going to pray into it. We are moving from a season of tabernacle into the era of temple. God is establishing, after a purifying journey, God is establishing us in the things that he has for us, clarifying the vision, releasing favor, and empowering our purpose. We are moving in this season. Begin to pray over that. From tabernacle to temple, it is a season of establishment in all that God has for us. Father God, would you let your hand rest upon us as you take us from a season of wilderness and wandering and formation and growing we believe you are taking us into a season of establishment and formation in the name of Jesus let your hand rest upon this in Jesus name the second one God is opening up in this season new glory rooms and new glory realms there is a season of glory growing you are going to experience it personally we're going to experience it corporately. I see thousands worshipping in ways they've never worshipped before as a new glory from God is falling upon the church across the world, not just our church, but there's a movement of the glory of God with new glory realms and new prophetic realms falling on the church. Just begin to pray. Lift your hands to heaven with me. Just begin to pray. Just begin to worship God. We want to see your glory. We want to know your glory. And we proclaim that this is a season when new glory realms will open up in ways that we have never seen before, in ways that we have never experienced before. Let there be a release of your glory in the name of Jesus. We pray for glory encounters in our services, glory encounters in our homes, glory encounters in our dreams, glory encounters wherever we mission. In the name of Jesus, we declare a new season, a new era of glory realms upon us in the name of Jesus. And this kind of goes with it, but doesn't sound as much fun. God is calling his body to a new purity. Just place your hand on your heart for a moment. We've heard it already. If it's, the, if it's the decade or the year of the mouth, then our hearts need to be pure to connect with our mouths properly. And what many of the prophets are saying as we start this year is that there is a new level of repentance and conviction coming to the house of God across the world. I want you to whisper to your father, I receive it, Lord. Convict me. I don't want to be somebody with a hard heart and a sloppy conscience. Father God, I want to know the fear of the Lord, the awe of the Lord, the honor of his word. Father God, we pray for a new purity that we would be different to the world and we would recognize that that's who we're supposed to be. God, we know that judgment begins with the house of God and we call for your mercy to lead us into purity. God, let a conviction fall on our hearts, our homes, our families. We want to walk with you purely. God is calling us to a new level of purity in this season. Why? Because he has designated us to host glory. And you cannot do that with impurity. Thank God for his blood and his forgiveness. Thank God for his kindness and his redemption. But God will teach us to walk in the fear of the Lord. God, do it in as we pray. Jesus, 
and is a beautiful one that many of the prophets are saying about this decade. God is going to move on children like never before. Come on, begin to lift up your voices for the children right across the region, for the children in Colombia that we're connected to. Many prophets are declaring a move of glory over children, miracles, authority, signs and wonders. God is going to make generals out of toddlers. Father God, we release, we agree with, we recognize, we cooperate with a move of God in our Sunday schools, a move of God in our clubs, a move of God amongst our youth. We declare revival, visit them. They were born to be the revival generation. They were born to be the generation that hosts revival like no previous generation. We proclaim a move of God. We agree with the prophets around the world. Spirit of God, fall on our children. Fall on our children. Release encounters, release dreams, release visions, release authority in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And this one's been growing on me lately. I just feel this in the spirit that there's an older generation that has not quite found its place for years. And there is a revival falling on an older generation to say what the church needs right now is fathers and mothers. So I heard the Spirit of God saying this week, it is not over. The wisdom, the stability, the strength, the church. If a church is going to see a revival amongst children, it will need the backbone of fathers and mothers. So begin to pray a release of the fathers and the mothers like never before. The silver surfers are going to enjoy the waves of heaven. We release revival over the older generation. We speak to your hearts and say, may they be refreshed. May they be vigorous. May they be strong. May they be stirred by the Spirit of God. We proclaim encounter encounters over your hearts, encounters over your lives in the name of Jesus, Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on the older generation. We release a revival, a revival over the older generation in the name of Jesus. By a move of your spirit, by a move of your spirit. Father God, not teachers, fathers and mothers. It's of a different order, fathers and mothers. The next one, God is releasing harvest. I know we could say this every year, but then you sense the hand of God on something particular and you know it's now. It's now. There's a harvest being released. Begin to pray for your location, wherever it is. Whatever location you come from, begin to pray harvest. God, do the things we cannot do. We'll do all we can do, but God, we need a move of your spirit. We pray the spirit of salvation, revival of harvest, of kingdom come right across this region. Let us recognize the anointing for harvest in this season. It's time for spouses to be saved, children, grandchildren to be saved, parents to be saved, co-workers to be saved, extended families, spirit of God fall on people that we don't even know and bring them bring them we pray and send us in the name of Jesus we release harvest put it on your lips right now you can't pray silently put it on your lips God release harvest we pray release harvest in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus remember it's the year of the mouth it's really important that in your prayers you open up and you, and you speak it. It begins to ignite something. Uh, your mouth is to your heart what a keyboard is to a computer. You input through the keyboard of your mouth and stuff begins to settle in you. 
But also, of course, we know from the picture of Jesus in Revelation, where does the sword come from? The mouth. It's the only part of you that is weaponized. It's the only part of you that's weaponized. You need to speak and not think it because the mountains can't hear you think. The mountains hear you speak. So what about this next one? God, we release your kingdom mandate. How have I put it up there? That's I put it, I, exactly as I just said it. He has released inf- kingdom influence. Now we, something has been stirring the last year in the church with regards to influence in education and medicine and media and arts and all these things. Nations being transformed, laws. Um, we want to dive right behind what God is doing and chase after it. Amen. Come on, begin to pray. Kingdom come. Seven mountains touched and transformed. Father God, we agree. We agree. We agree. Harvest is great, but also transform society is what we want to see. Father God, release your kingdom mandate over us and everyone we're connected to. Release your kingdom mandate for education, for medicine like never before, for the arts, for media like never before, for government and politics like never before. Father God, we recognize the movement of your spirit releasing a kingdom society transforming mandate in the name of Jesus we release it we agree with it father god we we know that the nation the kingdoms of this world will become the kingdoms of our god right now i just want you to picture your sphere of influence a home a family a street a workplace a classroom a school and i want you to whisper to god God, give me influence. Come on, God, give me influence. I don't just want to go to work. I want to transform work. It is my mission field. God, give me influence. Give me influence. And let transformation take place, we pray in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. The next one, God is releasing nations to us and us to nations. You know, Revive, I believe we're supposed to be an unusual church. I believe we're supposed to feel more like an airport than anything else. Just teams coming and going across. There's always somebody going, always somebody coming. The church that never sleeps. We want to go all over the world, bring in transformation. Are you with me? These are my prayers. God, turn us into an airport lounge. Father, that we're sending, we're drawing in, we're healing, we're restoring, we're sending again. Let this be a place where missions all across the world begins to take place. Come on, give us a passion for that. Pray for that. Spirit of the living God, show us where nations are open to us. Send us to nations. Give us stewardship over areas of nations. Give us the nations, we pray. Give us influence into politics in nations, law in nations, into education in nations, into medicine in nations. Father God, send us, send us, send us. Let us stir revival. Let us inspire revival. Let us see your kingdom come. Spirit of the living God, stir up the missionaries. Stir up the missionaries. Stir up the missionaries. In Jesus' name. Stir up the missionaries, we pray in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And here's the last one, and this has come so often lately God is making an apostolic family or tribe out of us and that I believe in this era is is coming of age like never before and you might think that's easy but actually even for people like me you have to work through your own imposter syndrome and who are we and what can we do but then you also have to recognize the grace of God and say okay God if you want us to be fathers and mothers for some people around the nation and the world then God 
bless us. Let, it, let us be good at it. Let, let us be kind at it. Let us be pure at it. So can we just pray, God, would you help us to not just be a church in Hull and a few towns and regions around. God, would you help us to be a blessing in the earth? Come on. A ble- can you believe it? A blessing in the earth. Help us to be what we could not be on our own. Lord God, we receive your high calling. We accept your high calling. Father God, to be a blessing in the nations of the world, to carry and host your glory, to know and stir revival. Spirit of God, help us in our becoming. Help us in our forming. Help us to be all that we can be. Jesus, we need you. Let your grace, let your grace rest upon us. Let your grace rest upon us. Jesus, we need you. We need you. We need you. We need you. Then listen, one final blast of prayer. God, as we build this building and get it darn well done, and trust me, when I cross that threshold, I think I will cry for about a day. Just, you just leave me alone in that building for a full day to sit in the middle and cry and go, thank God that's done. It's like giving birth to elephant twins. That building is being put up for a move of God's glory. I cannot cope with boring church that sings songs and has sermons and is happy with a few people getting saved. The church is supposed to be adorned with his glory. And we are building a temple for him so that he can rest in a place called Kingswood in Hull and spread out right across the region and even beyond. God give us grace. Amen. Let's pray. Come on, God, help us. Lord, help us to build. Help us to build a sanctuary for your glory to rest in this little corner of England. Spirit of the living God, give us wisdom. Give us the gold. Give us power. Give us strength. Father God, we pray. We pray that you would release a glory in that place that would transform lives, transform families, regions, and even nations. Spirit of the living God, guide us. Rest upon Niger with all the things he does. The rest of the team, Spirit of the living God, we need your hand to guide us. Let there be glory in the land. Let there be glory in the land. Let there be glory in the land. Spirit of the living God, stir, we pray. Stir, we pray. Jesus, Jesus. And just pause for a moment, and I want you to picture it. A warehouse building in Kingswood. Not that pretty, doesn't matter. Just big. And then God's glory resting right in the the center of this region and then see the rivers of glory being carried out across Europe, South America, North America, Southern Hemisphere. He has asked us to build something for him because he wants to dwell among us. God, would you give us the skills, the the wisdom to build a place for you and not for us. That your glory would rest on your church. Keep us free from ego. Keep us pure. 
We want to see the face of God in this city. We want to see the face of God. Turn this city upside down. Not for the sake of a few hundred Christians, God. We want to see 600,000 people in this region be unable to deny that there is a God in Hull and East Yorkshire. There's a God in Hull and East Yorkshire. Let them say, like they've said before, we came here because it was quicker than A&E and we knew we'd be healed in this place. They've said it once. I want it, I want it, to, be the talk, I want it to be the front page of the newspaper. If you want seeing quicker, let there be a move of God. In Jesus' name. Amen.